Welcome to Fadeaways and Fundamentals. I am your host, Andre Pirano. Today's guest, Andre Wise, joins the show from Humble Genius. We talk hoops, life. Let's dive right in with Andre. Andre Davis, welcome to the show, Fadeaways and Fundamentals. What's up, guys? Gold net in the house. Yes, indeed. So, not no one's, everybody's not going to know about you. I know that you're a poet, you're into photography, you're into art, <laughs> you're into all that swag. Um, stay humble uh, is your, what is that, like your metaphor? That's a business. A yeah. mantra. Okay, there you go. So you're from Philly. Tell my listeners a little about, about yourself. So for me, I, I didn't necessarily take a traditional route to where I am now. I didn't go right. to school for photography or videography or right. things like that. Um, but long story short, man, I, I just got complacent with the way things were going when I was back in Philadelphia. Uh, I came out here on a vision. I'm a poet and a storyteller. And right. as the world has evolved, people are focusing on that. And I just wanted to find a way to A, enjoy what I do, yes. B, make money, and yes. C, meet dope people. <laughs> and so like, as I tried to figure that out, I was like, man, I could stay in Philly and be complacent or I could take a leap. So I took a one-way flight from Philly. Um, just on faith, man, with a dollar and a dream and just figuring it out. So I'm here now. So I, sometimes it's, it's hard for me to say who and what I am right. uh, because it's a journey. And I think that, you know, like I'm learning the journey is the destination and, you know, just figuring it out where I'm going as I go. Okay, right on. So uh, you're obviously in San Francisco. Yeah. You take that one-way trip. Um, you meet up with these guys, Goldnet, mm-hmm. Rick, and Sam. How did that go and what, were you, what led you guys there? What, what were you doing? Uh, so for me, I was determined to do as much free work as possible that would get me around the people I needed to because I don't have the proper experience that most people look for right I just started volunteering I volunteer for this uh, nonprofit East Oakland Collective that was um, in partnership with uh, Baron Davis and his Black Santa company yes and so I volunteer for that I'm taking pictures and I see these guys and they're hustling and I'm like you know you can tell when people are putting work in and they don't need the recognition so right I appreciate it but like you know who's doing it because that's the that's just what they do it's exactly the so when I saw these guys, I was like, man, like, who are you? And what do you do? And I'm like, you look like you, you look like you function like me. Right. And then they invited me out to do the celebrity basketball game that Baron Davis had. Right. And then after we started talking, man, after five minutes, it was magic. And it was like, they brought me on as a partner. And so now I help them create content. And it's, it's an amazing journey, man. Okay. So, so now that you're um, partnering up with GoldNet, did you take a leap and move down to the LA, Orange County area? Or are you still up in Frisco? So how's this working out? Um, so when I came, I came here November 1st. Um, I stayed at a friend's house in LA and then I went to San Francisco. I stayed in a hostel. Um, so what happened was Afrotech, which is a technology, um, it's a tech conference right. um, for black people in the United States. So they had it in the Bay. Um, I filled out a media request, they didn't respond. So I flew out to San Francisco anyway, Right. Uh, came through and went and um, uh, ended up getting in actually, taking pictures and that's how I met everyone. So I was in San Francisco for about two, three weeks. Um, and then I came out here for the game and it just ended up working out. So I'll be staying in Orange County, um, but you'll see me everywhere. Okay, right on. So what is your like drive and your passion? What's your message you're trying to get across to young youth, uh, teens, college, to anyone? I want people to know who they are and believe in themselves so much that they achieve things they never thought they could. Okay, yeah, that's deep. Cause you know, just off of what I've read through your website and your YouTubes, um, which by the way, your videos are amazing. Loved them, loved them a lot. Um, 
I, I like uh, one of them you have here. Let me get the exact wording. This is a, what did God feel like when he made you? Mm. To me, that hit me like, mm. wow. Because mm. I know I've created a son and I've created a daughter. Mm. And when I first saw them, I had all these great beliefs and big words of greatness, you know, strength, lion. So, I mean, you came with that. That was like mm. the sauce. It's uh, t to me, I feel like in order to truly enjoy life, you have to learn to create or even just enjoy things separate of yourself. Right. And so I think when you create something and you can leave it and step out of it and see someone enjoy it or interact with it, I think it gives you a certain type of power. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of times people have to be in the room to get love. They have to be in the room to get approval. They have to be around to feel appreciated. Right. But once you start doing things and you put it out into the world and you know that those things are a part of you and they are appreciated. Right. Then you are always appreciated. Oh, man. I and love you feel it. inspired. Absolutely. I mean, when I read that right there, I mean, the other one you said was um, you believe it was, it was somewhere, somewhere along the lines that uh, you believe in world peace and something about when I wake up, I'm unstoppable. That yeah. was another one. I was yeah. just like, man. That's deep. It's, it's been like, a, you should wake up feeling like that. You should wake up feeling like Superman or Supergirl every given moment of the day when you open your eyes. Right. And so my journey is finding out what it is that stands in each one of our ways mm -hmm. that stops us from feeling that. Okay. Because the world needs a lot, right? So it, we're all given gifts, which means right. we could all put something into the world. What stops us from putting it into the world is us feeling like we deserve to, us feeling like we're going to get what we need in return. Right. Or just feeling like we're capable. Right. You know what I mean? So, Absolutely. So, like, if you can wake up, I just want people to wake up and feel loved and capable. Right. Because then we could say, listen, we need more world peace. We need people to not starve. We need, if you love you, right. you then put more love into the world, which then solves a problem. Absolutely. When you say, this is the one problem that my human eyes can see and this is what I want to solve, you often don't plan properly right. or execute properly. I just think love is, is it could be even better than a plan. Right. Oh, I, 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 I'm <laughs> feeling you, especially when you, the other one you said was something on the lines of when you wake up, you move boulders. Mm-hmm. So other people can throw stones. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy heat, man. Like, I read that and I get excited. Like, I get hyper and want to, like. I want to go like lift weights. I want to go train <laughs> kids. I want to go motivate the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I want somebody that looks themselves in the mirror and say, and they have the doubt and they're like, I don't know if I'm going to be that good basketball player. or I don't know if I'm that great in football. Like I want to tell them that and say, you can be anything you want, but you have to believe first. I have a friend. So thank you. When you say stuff like that. Thank you. Thank you for receiving it. Thank you for putting more out into the world because the goal is for me to not be this number one speaker and inspire people all the time. It's, it's to inspire more inspiration. Right. And so I have a friend of mine, um, she gets on me all the time. She tells me um, indecision is decision. Okay. So if you don't decide that you are great, if you don't decide that you are capable, if you don't decide that you are worthy of everything that you have a vision for, then you've decided already. Yeah. That you won't have. You it. gave up. All I want is for people to make the decision because that's all I did. I'm not lucky that I flew out to California with no money for a flight back or food to eat when I got here. Right. 
And somehow I didn't spend one night on the street. I didn't spend one night in danger or one day without at least one meal. But that was because my mind told me I deserved it and I believed it. Don't get me wrong. I had lapses. Right. But my goal is to have, have less lapses over time. And if we start seeing people around us, if you wake up and you see your son and he says, Dad, I'm great already. Not that I'm going to get there. Yeah. When you see that and then he lives years doing that, man, the things that he'll put into the world, the things that will inspire you to do, that's the beauty. Right. Absolutely. So if if all of this was gone right now, Whew. all of this, everything you're preaching was gone right now and you have got to leave three life lessons, what would those be? If I had to give three life lessons, I would say... And everything you've said and everything you've done is gone. It's, ne it's never even happened. I'd say look in the mirror every single day and tell yourself that you love yourself. That okay. you forgive yourself and give yourself permission to be great. I say put yourself in an environment where you feel loved, but there are standards where people will not let you go below them. Okay. And then... I'd say whatever goals you have, times it by five. I like that. Because whatever you're thinking is only part of what your potential is. Ooh. Well, I mean, we could just drop the <laughs> mic right now. And we, can end, we can end right now, but we're not. But that was great. I love that. that that's gospel. To me, that's gospel. That's amazing. I, I got to give credit to the... the, the uh, the many mentors that I've had, whether they be digital, uh, whether they be people I run into, whether they be homeless people on the street. Right. I'll actually, I don't know which one I would take back or I can just add a fourth one and say, do not look at where people are and determine whether they can teach you. Do not look at where people are and determine whether or not you can learn a lesson in their presence. Wow. You either have an example of what you don't want. Yep. Or you get a road sign that says, do not enter, go that way go instead. Go that way, yeah. Look at it and say, pick and choose, do something else. Learn your lessons. I love it. I'm loving it. Now, you're a big, I mean, you're obviously very educated. You got a lot of knowledge, you're, you know, with your poetry and all that. Now, let's talk a little bit about, like, hip-hop and okay. the art of hip-hop moving into sports. Mm -hmm. Since you're a poet, you know, you're into poetry, so I know you're into hip-hop. Why is that so big in the sport aspect of life? You ever walked into a basketball game and just listen? Yeah, you know I do I mean? it all the time. The basketball bouncing is a beat. The squeak, 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 squeak. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always think about that old, uh, what was it? Was it N one or was it a Nike commercial where everybody's dribbling like straight Nike. on black and white Nike? Nike, everybody's dribbling. Yeah. I'm just like, music has a rhythm to it. Everything we do makes a sound, and that sound gives us a baseline for where we're going and what we're doing. Yeah. When I see people playing basketball, I'm thinking about the work that got put in behind the scenes. Right. And anytime I hear a basketball bounce, I hear, how bad do you want it? And I think music gives you the words to what you're hearing. Right. You know what I mean? Hip-hop yeah. becomes the... The, the confidence that you have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like when, uh, uh, was it Drake and, uh, Drake did the, the thing for the LeBron movie. Right. There's Drake and Eminem and all them, you yeah. know what I mean? They, they orchestrate our lives. Right. Music is important. And I think even when you watch like the playoffs come on and you see the people speaking, 
I just think you can't you can't separate music from basketball. I think it's all the same. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm, I feel you. That's why I had to ask the question because I see you with your rhymes and your rhythm, and you and you love basketball. I'm like, well, let, how do you tie it all in? How do you feel about how it ties in? Man, for for me, I think um, even watching uh, I forget the kid's name, but number ten, he missed a few layups in there. And sometimes I often wonder, like, if he just had a little bit more belief, a little bit more oomph, he would have made it, right? Right. A song can do that. Right. A song will put you in a zone where you feel unstoppable. Right. And so for me, like I said, I don't think you can separate the music from basketball or really music from life. I think that when you talk about kids putting in work and they're, they're putting their blood, sweat, and tears into a dream, a song is the narration of all of that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me... I take and I absorb everything that I have from Goldnet, the, the experience and things that I have, and then I go right. I, I reflect on it. Right. So what's your number one thing um, in your admission, I would say? Is it more leaning towards the poetry side? Is it more towards the film or the photography? Or is it strictly um, just all around in general, like bits and pieces of everything, putting them all together? I'd say... To that question, my brain blurts out, do not ever allow yourself to be placed in a box. Okay. Right? And so for me, when I got out here, that was a question I asked myself. Am I a photographer? Am I a videographer? Am I a What am I? Right. I'm a storyteller. Okay. Whatever medium I have in my two palms is the medium I use to tell the story. And I might not have a camera that day. Somebody might give me a pen or a pencil. I might not have a choice. Right. So to me, I don't... I don't necessarily want a camera or a pen or a pencil. I want to tell a story. And sometimes I just got to look at you to do that. Right. So for me, when people ask me who I am and what I do, that's what I am. I tell stories and I inspire people. That's Almost the, like that's a preacher. I was raised in a very religious household. Okay. And a, I mean, I, I knew all 66 books of the Bible and the stories and things like that. So I think a lot of it is very much engraved in me. And although I'm not very much religious these days, the root is still there. You know what I mean? Whether you talk about belief or faith or respect. Um, so my friends often do call me that. Sometimes they're like, Jerry, you're preaching, but you're not preaching. Like, right. And they're like, man, I go to church on Sunday, and I hear the same thing you said on Saturday, but it's just different. So it's like, I definitely enjoy it. It's good. Okay, okay. Much love to that. Now, what is your next chapter in your life with GoldNet? Um, the next chapter of my life with GoldNet, uh, it set up a good standard because when I got here, I was so appreciative that these guys didn't want me to throw my dream out the window. Right. And they, they didn't want to make me an employee. They, they used the word partnership. Okay. And so for me, the next level of my life is to develop meaningful partnerships that allow me to use my voice for different platforms without like wearing myself out. Right. GoldNet has a basketball platform. I'm able to partner with them and help them out when my schedule allows and when, I'm, when, it, when it's situated and best for me. So that way I'm not tied down only to basketball. Right. You know what I mean? The next chapter of my life looks like helping people build foundations for themselves okay. to get opportunities that I'm currently blessed with. Sweet. Hey, I'm not mad at that. Goldnet's got a, a good tag team partner, man. I mean, listen, listen. <laughs> and, and, I, and, and I wanted them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, like I said, they, they helped me build my platform. I helped them build theirs. because yeah. I, So I started Humble Genius. And Humble Genius is an educational platform. Right. I got so tired of trying to learn something and all these people had knowledge and they didn't want to give me anything. Even 30 seconds. Drop I a gem you, and go. I hear you. And that's why it's so that important happens. for you to do what you do yeah. because what you're doing is you are you 
are making it easy for people to access the wisdom that others have grown through. Exactly. And so, like, like I said, being able to partner and work with people like GoldNet, they, they enable me to still do what I love. Right. And then I'm able to contribute in the best way possible. Sweet. I'm loving that. Now, what, since this is a basketball content show, mm -hmm. what is your favorite basketball move? To see, visualize, and see, you see somebody doing it. It's so simple, right? It's the in and out. Okay. The in and out is my favorite move because if you do it properly, mm -hmm. you just get all you need is the player. When you're an offensive player, all you need is somebody to lean. Right. Because you can't go two ways at once. Right. So once you lean, I can go up or forward. Okay. So the in and out is just so simple because with the right momentum, I just get you leaning. I can go. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a crazy handle package. Okay. So I keep it simple. And that's one of my favorite ones. Okay, easily. cool. Favorite basketball player? LeBron James. Okay. I was. I remember being in a barbershop, 2002, St. Vincent, St. Mary's on ESPN, and I saw that dunk for the first time. That was. I didn't start playing basketball until that year. Okay. What's your favorite shooter, Rock? My favorite shooter? Shoe. Hmm. Oh, favorite shooter, Rock. Shoe. My favorite shoe to rock is, of all time, is the Nike Hyper Rev. The one from okay. like 2000, like 13. Okay. But between that or the LeBron 25 and 5 with okay. the Zoom air bubbles involved. Yes. It would high. be the LeBron 4s, but they're too heavy. Okay. But that like uh, arrow sole, like insole, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Was a, that was elite. <laughs> and I used to work for Villa and Foot Locker. So like I remember getting the Raging Bull 5 pack for like $110. Yeah. The like hardwood classic ones. I got yeah. those for like 110. So like sneakers are my thing, man. I love it. I see you got some. Yeah. Woo. I always got to wear heat. Always. always. Listen, <laughs> it's only right. So how can people uh, get a hold of you and reach out to you? Really anywhere. Uh, Andre Wise, uh, A-N-D-R-E-W-Y-Z-E um, or humblegenius.org. I'm, I'm always around or on the internet trying to like inspire somebody or do something. So um, Instagram is probably the best place for me and always. Okay. Well, hey, man. Thank you for coming on the show. I loved it. Thank you. You dropped crazy knowledge through a lot of dimes. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate you for having me, man. Keep doing what you do. All right, guys. Peace. Stay humble. Stay humble.